0: Hello and welcome back to It's Me the podcast with your host Jasmine. Me. It's me. <laughs> I survived my birthday weekend somehow guys. I'm not sure really how, but I did. 3 nights of celebrations. By the 3rd night I kind of, you know, took it a little bit easier, but I still went out. There was still alcohol ingested, just not as much as Thursday and Friday. Uh, but I want to tell you that I had a fantastic, fantastic time. I can't even remember the last time I had such a successful, fun-filled, loving birthday that lasted longer than one day. And especially on my birthday. Like, that's a weird thing for me. But on my birthday, there's so much stress and so much pressure for me to feel <laughs> loved. But I felt truly just at peace and accepted whatever... You know well wishes and uh, celebrations I had planned for myself and it was really it was really fun, really fun and thank you to everyone who came out and wished me happy birthday. appreciate you guys. but I also feel like I came away from this weekend, but i've I've kind of been feeling a certain way about this for probably since I started the podcast, but just like how people friend differently. So that's what we're gonna talk about this episode, season five, episode five. Let's get into it. So I was talking to my friend Alyssa the other day, and it's so funny because we do have very different communication styles, and I mean, as pretty much I feel like a lot of people do. But I told her I was like, you know what? It's fine because no one's gonna friend like I friend, and she just she just started laughing at me. She's like, really does. I was like, listen, no, it's like true, and I think that's such an interesting thing to kind of sit with, especially because on this podcast, we've talked about uh, the fact that, you know, control, I have control issues, um, expectations, we shouldn't have expectations for a certain thing. We've talked about kind of like overarching topics that lead into this specific topic. So I figured it was like a really good idea to kind of, you know, divulge divulge, that's the wrong word, dive into, that's, yeah, we'll just say dive into this specific thing because it's something that I've, you know, had to kind of sit with and investigate why certain things make me feel certain ways in terms of people friending differently. And I put friending in like quotation marks. I think it's a, it's an interesting way to describe this, but it's, it's true. I mean, like at the core of it all, obviously we know everyone is different. We are literally each unique little human beings on this planet. Love it here. Um, So we know that. And as I said, we've also talked about expectations and control on this podcast, but you know, friends are no different when it comes to expectations and control. I think I did touch on friends in both of those. Actually, I think there might have been a few more podcasts about both of those topics, but they are not going to love and support you the way you do it. And I'm not saying that they can't do it right. You know what I mean? Like they're just going to do it differently. So you cannot expect them to do what you do when it comes to being a friend. And again, this is not a bad thing most of the time, okay? Because you do have to differentiate between a friend friending, you know, just in a different way or a friend friending just not like a good friend. (laughs) In my head, that makes complete sense. But I think you get it. We all love differently, care differently, nurture the way we know or how we've learned, right? So obviously uh, being a friend to someone is going to be the way you know how to friend as far as what you've learned, what you've experienced, what you've gone through. And that includes your trauma, includes your you're nurturing how you were brought up, your environment. So it all takes into account how you are a friend to other people. And I I think what's important to remember is I'm saying this because it's just a way to step back and look at certain people and be like, maybe I would love to like talk to this person and want them to respond right away, blah, blah, blah. But so let me just give you an example, Alyssa, one of my best friends. I love her dearly. Our communication style is very different, very different. But I enjoy it, and that's one of the things I was telling her when I said no one's going to friend like I friend, is because I have a lot of friends who who friend like her. Not obviously not exactly the same, but very, they're very ride or die. But their their communication <laughs> is minimal, um, and I actually have grown to love that about them. And yes, I could easily fall into a pattern of like, if they wanted to talk every day, absolutely. Because that's the kind of friendship I have with these people. But I know that I can send 10 different text messages on different days, mind you. And um, because I don't I don't spam them, but 10 different text messages over a course of a week, not get a response. Be okay when she does reach back out to me because she'll talk, she'll hit every single point On what I what I've told her, and it still feels like she answered me within a normal time frame. Like it's weird because I've accepted the way she friends, and I know that her friendship to me or with me is genuine, is amazing, is loving, is one thing that I cherish. You know, forever. I think that makes sense, (laughs) but it's just like I can't expect someone to friend exactly the way I do, and most of the time, that's not a bad thing. We have to learn, again, to let the control issues that we have go a little bit because we can't expect people to to do what we do. And that is something that just leads to a lot of disappointment if you do that. Now, mind you, this has not been an easy adjustment for me, especially in my later years. I feel like this has been something I'm still working on um it's a practice as my other very good friend cassie would say my wise woman i love her but i do i practice trying to understand why someone wouldn't do something or be a friend in the way that i'm doing it and that is you know again growth guys you know that's what the podcast is always about a lot of freaking growth over here um But it was, it's, it's been hard because I used to be, I didn't used to be, I still am, I believe, an anxious, attached person when it comes to my style of love. I am working on it and I'm getting better and I'm recognizing it. Again, I'm very self-aware, but I used to just be like, why aren't you responding to me? Why don't you show me that you're like, you love me as like a, uh, you know, in the friend way, obviously. (laughs) But like, why are you not giving me the same type of comfort and support like that I'm giving. And the thing is that they do again, most of my friends (laughs) or most of the people that I've encountered, I should say, but it's a different way. And while it's definitely become more apparent in my older age of you know being able to see and be self-aware of where I am mentally, emotionally, and know that "Mm, this is this is gonna be an adjustment. This is something you have to work through. It definitely keeps me in my house, guys. Because sometimes I'm like, I can't handle this right now because I will find myself like regressing, being like, why can't you just be a normal friend? Why can't you just be like me? Because I think very highly of myself, obviously. (laughs) And I know that's not how you go into the world, okay? I'm not dumb. Like, I know that's not how you actively, successfully go into the world, being like, why aren't you like me? But we all have moments, okay? And so I, I do tend to stay in my house a little bit more and- kind of seclude myself when I'm in a, in a space where I just don't think I can handle people being different. So I do think it's really important that you are as honest with your friends about your needs and you're honest with yourself on how you care and love in your friendships because that helps cultivate these friendships and lets them thrive, hopefully, because there is the negative side of people not friending like you friend. You know what I mean? Like that small section of people who really just don't know how to be friends, who are very self-involved and who don't know how to um, adapt, you know what I mean, within their friendships. And I think that's really important as long as you are honest with, you know, the people in your life who really want to be your friend. Because a lot of people will sit here and say they want to be your friend, but I'm like, do you actually want to be my friend? Because if you were my friend, you'd understand my needs and my wants within a friendship, just like I'm understanding what you need and what you want. And then there's a delicate balance, right? There's boundaries, there's respect, and there's mutual understanding. And a lot of times people aren't really ready to be in a friendship. It's just like a relationship, right? They're not ready for that legit level of friendship. But I've also talked about different types of friendships. That's on another podcast I think it was last season, and that's so important. You can put these friends in different categories, and I think it's very important as well to subtly, nicely let people know the category they're in. (laughs) And that is, that's a, that might be a whole nother episode, but no, I think it's really important to, to differentiate between the friends you want to friend like you and the friends that just, you know, are are there. Ah uh, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like I my best friends I would absolutely if we were just like friending the exact same, we'd probably be like a little cult. So that's probably not good because we don't like cults, okay but I require them to have an understanding of how I am as a person and I would like them to th- I would like to think that they require the same of me and that's what I've done. You know what I mean? Like I know how they friend, they know how I friend. So it's a delicate balance. There's an understanding, there's a respect, and there's a mutual love. And I think that's so important within a friendship, especially if you are going on this journey to uh, growth and practice, that you are going to friend completely different from any one of your friends, and that's okay as long as there is that underlying absolute understanding of love, mutual acceptance, patience, boundaries, et cetera, et cetera. And what's truly amazing to me anyway is if you actually take the time and practice and try to understand the different friending that will occur within your lifetime, you can grow. You can learn from those situations, those relationships. And it's a lot of self-growth. And you know, that's what we're here for at It's Me, the podcast. And I have done. I've done such, I think, huge steps within my personal growth, having friends that are completely different from me when it comes to how I thought people should be a friend. You know what I mean? They've taught me so many different things, not only about themselves, but about myself, When it comes to the love uh, that can be nurtured and grow within a friendship, even though it's not what you expect and think it should be. And that in itself is so amazing and so refreshing, especially in my old age, (laughs) to see this type of change and direction when it comes to the people who I care most about in this world. So we love that journey. I also feel like this is a very easy way for people to believe in horoscopes. Like, I again, I'm not telling you to dead ass just like believe everything your horoscope says or what horoscopes say about other signs. But there's no way you can tell me that this, you know, doesn't have a, a precursor for a great belief in horoscopes. You can't tell me because there are so many relevant things when I'm like looking at my friendships, looking at their signs and seeing how they interact with mine. And it makes so much more sense. And then I also can take on those like horoscopes and then what they're saying about these specific signs and, you know, take that into account as well as what my friends have said to me and been honest with me about and be able to communicate a little better, be able to try to figure out why they're doing or why they would do something and not do something according to their sign. <laughs> and I know it sounds so like absolutely ridiculous. I know people hate freaking horoscopes. And I'm not like a, a die on this hill horoscope type of girl. But you can't, I'm telling you, just take, just take into account your sign, right? Read up on it a little bit. And then go to your best friend. Figure out their sign. And then read up a little bit on that. And then even if you want to go a step further, you you can even go to Google and type in the two signs and say, how are they as friends? (laughs) That's my favorite thing to do. I do this with relationships too. I'm like, will we work? It doesn't determine or anything because I'll normally be like, oh, challenge accepted. Uh, If they say, no, this is not a good match, I'm like, shut up. (laughs) But when it comes to friends, however, it is an eye-opening experience to read. I'm like, oh, especially if it relates perfectly with me and I can see the tendencies from the other side, which my friend is. I'm like, this makes so much more sense. And I can kind of take a step back, practice and understand why we friend differently. Again, I know based on a horoscope, but I, come on, guys, there's just no way. like horoscopes aren't at least 75% real it's not like I've literally done it with each one of my top like four best friends and like thought about it I'm like "Mm, this makes sense I'm like this makes so much sense it makes it does just trust me on it okay it really does and I just that is my (laughs) that is my weekly suggestion that horoscopes should be believed again to a degree At the end of the day, I really just wanted to shed some light on the specific subject as because, I mean, everyone has friends, right? Well, hopefully. Um, (laughs) And I think anyone can relate to maybe just like not understanding. And it might not have been a bad not understanding. You just might not have understood why your friend was doing this when you would have done it differently or you would have reacted differently or you know, gone the extra mile to do something, but not understood why they didn't. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's always been that type of moment that you've had with any one of your friends, all of your friends, where you're just like, this is so weird. Why are you not doing this? And again, we all live different lives. We all are different people. We all have different things going on. That's why we never judge, you know, like a book by its cover and never assume that you know what someone's going through, right? And I think, that all leads into why no one is going to friend like you. And the sooner I recognized that and kind of accepted it as you know, the very emotional Pisces that I am, <laughs> horoscope reference. I was able to step back, figure out how I can be honest with some of my friends, lay it out there and understand that if they do judge me or hold something against me, that's their prerogative, that's their issue. And maybe that means they just weren't the right friend for me. They weren't the friend that I want to keep around. It's a lot of self-discovery and self-growth that will lead you into these realizations uh, within all aspects of your life. And I just, I really, I have to, it's almost like a mantra that I say to myself because I think, I mean, I am a very nurturing mother type of human to, Really, anyone who I encounter, which probably is why everyone thinks I'm like their best friend. Uh, (laughs) I care too much. Uh, And that's why I stay in my house because sometimes I'm like, all right, nope, mother yourself, Jasmine. But yeah, the mantra of no one is going to friend like you, friend, takes me into a headspace of trying to realize if the way that this person isn't friending like you is detrimental to you as a person, your friendship, them even, or if it's just a different way of, you know, doing something. Do you know what I mean? So you have to be able to differentiate that. So when I say no one's going to friend like you, Jasmine, it's like calming myself down, taking a step back, recognizing or realizing what's happening before me, Like, is it something that I want to surround myself with? Is it just something I need to get comfortable with or familiarize myself with how they do this certain thing? Um, But again, don't familiarize yourself to the point where you just accept the bare minimum. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not saying that just because you can't control everyone, you can't expect them to be exactly who you are, that you don't have to have expectations that you just have for yourself. When it comes to these friendships, you have have all the right and the power to be like, I'm not accepting this bare minimum from you because I would like more from my friendships. You know what I mean? Instead of saying, I expect you to do exactly what I want you to do. Obviously, you can't do that. That's a level of control that's just not in your power. But I'm never telling you to just accept someone being a shitty friend right? Like that's not why we're here. We're not, we don't accept shitty friends, all right? We don't allow that here. But we can allow for different styles of friendships, different ways to be a friend because everyone learned differently. Everyone grew up differently. But we can differentiate between someone just being a a crappy friend and someone being, you know, someone who just doesn't friend exactly the, the same way that you do, and I think there is an opportunity for the people who you who might get into the category of mm you kind of like a shitty friend to have a conversation and be honest with them, like I said earlier in the episode if you sit down and have an honest conversation with someone who you're like, this is a little weird, you know what I mean like I'm not expecting you to do exactly what I do, but what you're doing is disrespectful what you're doing is selfish what you're doing is Crossing blinds and boundaries that I've tried to set for myself. So if you have that conversation and then in turn they continue to do the same shit, right, that is when you can be like, mm, no one's going to friend like I friend and you for sure can't friend like I friend and I don't like the way you friend. <laughs> That's a lot of friends in that sense. At that point, you can then put up those walls and say, listen, more power to you. I've been honest with you. I've talked. I've tried to be open and have this conversation. If you're not willing to work with me on some of these things, and again, it's not like I'm not working on myself to try to understand and try to work with you, but I'm telling you, I, as a single woman, would like to save all my energy to try to make a relationship work. (laughs) My friendships, I would like to be a little bit easy. Like I know they take work, but I would like them to be like positive work, reinforcing work, growth work you know what I mean? Uh, Not ones that make me want to throw my head against the wall and scream into an empty void. So yeah, again, I don't want to end on a negative note in regards to the no one's going to friend like your friend. So we're just going to wrap it up and say, accept and love all the different friends you have in your life. Understand that they will love you differently than you love them, but on the same level. They're going to respect you, maybe vocalize a little bit differently maybe show you a little bit differently but they're still going to have the same level of respect that you have for them do you know what I mean so there is going to be a different way that things happen but the level of love respect mutual understanding and boundaries will be the same with the friends that really get it right and then everything else that kind of like emulates from that might be a little different and you have to just get used to it. And if something just doesn't make sense to you, you don't understand, talk to the person, honest communication. And you know, we've had communication episodes on this podcast. Honest communication is where it's at. And okay. So one last example before I wrap this up, my best friend, Caleb, we just, this just happened. I think it was last week, right before my birthday. And I was having my existential crisis and anxiety attack before the day of my birth. Um, and he was trying to see me because he got off work or he had off work or something like that. And we don't see each other often. So like when that happens, we always give each other a chance to be like, oh my God, should we hang out? And I just wasn't in a space to see anybody. And so when I told him, like I get in my head a little bit and he's, I, I know he's the last person to ever judge me and he's so understanding and welcoming and I love him for that. And he asked me if I wanted to come over and I was like, you know what, I would love to, but right now I'm like, I think I need to save my energy for like my birthday extravaganza. Like I'm just not, you know, I'm not in a place where I can see people (laughs) or I'm not in a a place where I can socialize right now. And he was obviously fine with that, but I, I still got in my head and I was like, are you mad at me? He's like Jasmine. You know that I'm not mad at you. We are different people, but we are very understanding of who we are as people. And this friendship is one that we will always be able to be honest and open and communicative, and learn and grow from it. But also give each other exactly what you know we, we need and we ask for. You know what I mean? And I think and I think those moments in a friendship are so valuable because there are a few people who you can't say that to without them being like or like having some type of reaction to it you know what I mean and I just think it's really interesting once you get to a place with a friend especially a best friend where you can be honest that no one is gonna friend like you friend becomes this beautiful merging of infinite friendship and love and Uh, just a beautiful journey that you can share with this other person. Like once you recognize the differences between you and your best friend. I think that made sense. In my head it made sense. But I also could have just wanted to share a story about how amazing my friend Caleb is. (laughs) Because he is. He's amazing and he makes me feel loved and supported in my craziness, which is my brain sometimes. And he is he's worth the shout out. So even if it doesn't make sense or relate to what I just said in this episode, he gets, the, he gets the shout out. But yeah, so I hope that you could take something away from this and apply it to your life and your friendships and and grow and practice and be patient and be honest with all of the friends in your life that may not necessarily friend like you friend. Thank you guys so much for listening, always. I hope you follow me at It's Me, the podcast on Instagram and Twitter. We'll never call it X over here. Uh, (laughs) And I could just never thank you guys enough for listening. It really means the absolute world to me that I even have one person listening to this podcast. So when I see like a couple more downloads, it's really exciting. (laughs) And I hope that you guys have a beautiful day, morning, night, whatever time it is, wherever you are. Till next time.